This is the Foot in the Box podcast for the week of Monday, June 13th. And now, Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the If in the Box podcast. My name is Peter Elliott. And I'm Paul Elliott. And we're joined by two very special guests, John and Kevin Elliott. Welcome back to the podcast, brothers. Thanks for having us back. Guests don't get any more specialer than us. That's right. Well said. Well said. Uh, this is our annual Brothers Baseball Road Trip podcast. Second annual. Last year we were in Chicago uh, and this Second year... Second annual podcast. There's been many more Yes, trips. that's true. Yep. Less we confuse people. Yep. Uh, last year we were in Chicago. This year we are in the nation's capital, Washington, D.C., or that's where we are spending most of our time. Right now we are in a suburb of D.C. in someone's basement. Uh, so if you hear kids running above us, we don't know that family. We are just airbnb their basement. So our first sponsor, brought to you by... Literally brought to you by Airbnb. I think the sponsor should be Sugar Shack. We are uh, enjoying coffees from the Sugar Shack, and also we just downed a dozen donuts from Sugar Shack. Wow. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We did. We did. Delicious establishment if you're in the area. John and Kevin, uh, I felt like people really enjoyed getting to know you last time, Uh, so I'm just curious, any, any big life updates with you guys that you could fill the listeners in on? Yeah, I had uh, my first child. And this is Kevin speaking? This is Kevin. Uh, Jake was born a few months ago, I believe. You guys talked about it on the podcast. Most famous Jake's yeah. baseball history. You guys did miss the most famous Jake. Jake from Major League. I don't remember his last Jake name. Jake Taylor. Jake Taylor. <laughs> if, if my son grows into half the man Jake Taylor was... Will he, be, bun- will he be bunting in the ALCS or whatever... Well, hopefully at that point, bunting won't even be a thing anymore. Um, but yeah, that's my major major life update. Still, uh, still in Chicago. <laughs> we are still living in Chicago. What's what's, what's your address again? Just uh... it's in the the general Chicago area. Um, but I'm still watching about every single Cubs game that airs. And yeah. now uh, on Sundays, are you going on a lot of walks or? Um, yeah, we go on some walks there. That's more of an inside joke. Probably <laughs> won't be funny to the average listener. Well, you know, I edit this podcast, now, so okay. I can I can okay. take those things out. Yeah. John, you have any uh, big life updates? Well, I don't know what qualifies as big. I got to live out a childhood dream a few weeks ago when I attended Game 6 of the Western Conference Finals with my wife and my mm-hmm. eldest son. and The big uh, Sharks-Penguins matchup? No, <laughs> no. Uh, that's actually the Stanley Cup Finals. That's true. I couldn't think Research of who was in the Western Conference Finals. I think the Blackhawks are in the Western Conference. They didn't make it. We didn't make it. Finals. I know, but they're in that. It was the Blues, right? You're confused. The Blackhawks. No one cares about the hockey. We got It was the Blues forward. and the Sharks. I got to see Game Six of the Warriors and Thunder, <laughs> courtesy of my childhood friend Matt Tumbleson. Probably the best game of the playoffs so far. Probably. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, so, yeah, that was a fun little family adventure here recently. But otherwise, life just keeps rolling on. How about you guys? Any big life updates that you haven't shared on the podcast? Well, uh, 
life kind of merges with the podcast. So a couple mm. months ago, we hate, we reached 1,000 page views. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty pretty big life milestone for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, nothing nothing else too major that I don't uh, discuss on the podcast. Mm. Yeah, we did have a second, or I mean, a, a first child, but we did talk about that. Also kind of a low moment. The Cubs lost uh, two games this past week. <laughs> Brother. Two, uh, two bottom feeders. i got to give a shout-out to Kevin. He he revealed at some point on the trip here that despite his grueling schedule as a social worker and a new father, that he has watched every Cub game of the season. Nearly every Cubs game, yeah. My that wife, is commitment, folks. Well, my wife is amazing, and she doesn't mind it when I throw the Cubs game on, and... I do this joke where if Jake's crying, I'll say, oh, I think it's because we don't have the Cubs game on. <laughs> what happens when he's crying and the Cubs game is on? Then he probably needs to eat. Yeah. Um, it's but, really the only time I cry when the Cubs game is on and I'm hungry. <laughs> you don't want to leave the game. Because in baseball, there's never a time where you can move away from the TV. Non-stop action. <laughs> um, no, but my wife has become a pretty big Cubs fan. She knows a lot about the team and... Um, she'll even watch on occasion when I'm not even there. She was great on uh, last year's. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah. Unfortunately, don't have a woman on this year's yeah. uh, this, this year's episode. There's probably the podcast a is very pro-woman, if I'm not mistaken. Very pro-woman. That's the official stance. My, my article, Inclusivity. Artic- my article to discuss last week was written by a woman at The Ringer, which will be a good uh, segue into our listener emails. All right, let's we got, get to it. We got a nice crap of emails. Got two from uh, a couple of loyal listeners. Well, you, you chose two from a group of emails. Absolutely. Yes, choose the, chose the two best. As a reminder, uh, both to our listeners and John and Kevin, you can send us emails anytime <laughs> at a foot in the box at gmail.com. A foot in the box at gmail.com. Oh, I always get that mixed up. <laughs> so have you not been getting my emails? I have not. Wow. 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 I'm glad we... Actually, glad we Kevin, me and you have started a nice, several nice threads about baseball oh, yeah. this year. Absolutely, I appreciated those. Have you been posting those? Maybe we could, <laughs> yeah, a little chain mail. We could publish it on. The what website. do we have to do before we can start writing for the website? No, we have ask, to listen to a certain number ask, of podcasts. Mainly, just ask us. The offer is on the table. Yes. Well, I'm going on record right now saying I'd like to write one article this summer for the website. What do you want to write it about? You're hired. Don't you uh, want to get his pitch first? Uh, our editor in chief will. I thought it would be cool to do some kind of feature, kind of a behind the scenes look, sort of at different angles on a, on the grind of a baseball season. <laughs> I don't quite have it all pieced together in my head. I need to finish some research, but mm-hmm. something along those lines. Does the research involve reading the grind? Probably. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the person John's referencing uh, there. I guess Washington I'll a new Post writer. Paul, I believe you know his name. Uh, Washington Post writer. Uh, Barry is his first name. His last name is spelled S V R L U G A. So I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with like silent V and R. We should have asked him yesterday. Slugga, 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 Barry Slugga. It's very Van very Bond's Keep up the good work, Slugga. You guys should maybe do that again in case you want to send that to him. And uh, oh, it'll he, get, doesn't, <clears throat> he doesn't feel made fun of. It'll get to him. Uh, 
So yeah, our listener emails to discuss this week. Um, the first one is from Scott. He writes in. Scott from where? Uh, he's from Champaign. He says, uh, first off, Peter, the Nelly song played at the wedding last weekend was Ride With Me. Kevin, I believe you listened to the last episode. I had discussed I the Nelly song. The Nelly episode. song that was played, I didn't know the name of it at the wedding. That was mm-hmm. the Nelly fun fact. Ask you Which, by the way, our Nelly fun fact this week. Mm-hmm. John, uh, we give a Nelly fun fact. I've heard about it. <laughs> Nelly fun fact is his height. Uh, John and Kevin, would you like to give a crack at how tall Nelly is? I bet he's short. I bet he's about five. I bet he's five seven and a half. Mm, I was gonna say five eight. Five eight is correct. Mm. So we were both pretty close there, I guess. Very very close. Tom Cruise territory. And of course, last week we shared that he was arrested for having 100 bags of marijuana mm-hmm. in his vehicle. But so. he maintains it was not his. It was his tour bus, so there probably were a number of people on it. Yep. Negative peer influence is what I call that. Yep. All right, so first off, Nelly song at the wedding was Ride With Me. Uh, secondly, Scott's main question says, There has been more talk than usual about Barry Bonds these past few episodes. Maybe I was too young to have fully grasped what happened, but doesn't it feel a little wrong to call him the best hitter ever if he was using steroids? At least I have a hard Whoa. time settling on that Whoa. conclusion. Shots fired. Whoa. I, for one, do not believe that Barry Bonds ever took <laughs> an illegal substance. Um, we'll be. We'll wait till I'm proven wrong on that one. So Scott's a young in here. How how old is this Scott? Uh, uh, 22, 23. Okay. Wonder maybe if you expanded your audience to teens. Well, you know, uh, I feel like we've had this discussion on the podcast uh, before, maybe last year on the Brothers Road Trip, and I think we all had some different perspectives <laughs> on steroids and the influence that has on getting into the Hall of Fame. Um, and I, I personally think that. You know, your accomplishments are your accomplishments, and we can't just wash that away. Um, but you can still acknowledge, yeah, he made some mistakes and he took steroids, but... But the steroids helped him accomplish those. But he was still one of... Allegedly. <laughs> how many, here's a question, how many home runs would Bonds have hit without any steroids? He probably wouldn't have broken the record, but he would have hit an insane amount of home runs. He would have runs. played longer, probably. Yeah, I mean, he was all. The thing is, he was already one of the best players to play the game. I mean, he was that good. Um, I think he's right now. He's better than who the Nationals played yesterday in right field. Uh, Chris Heisey. Yeah. Oh, you mean currently he's yes, better at fifty one. I thought you meant like Bonds and his crimes. <laughs> like, yeah, I think he was probably better. Than um. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But I think. I don't know. Bonds did what he did, and he messed up. And you guys have already covered the fact that he uh, is kind of trying to. He apologized for being a jerk. Yeah, he didn't apologize for taking. But it sounds like he's still kind of being a little bit of a jerk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big time, Jack Peterson. Yeah. See, I, I I think this question is difficult because it's like I think Babe Ruth, given the context he played in. Was by far the greatest hitter of all time. So he was hit. He was, was that hit. the question? Who's the greatest player of all time? I think so. Player? Last week, I think I said Bonds is probably the best hitter of all time. So no, I think that's mm-hmm. Babe Ruth. Mm-hmm. Babe Ruth was hitting more home runs than entire teams. Yeah, but the but the talent level he's playing against is that there's no uh, African American players. There's no yeah, Latino but, players. But the point is, other hitters, other contemporaries were not 
meeting up on those same pictures yeah. and anywhere close to the degree he was. Yeah. Suppose, yeah, it's, it's, you can only play against those who you played against. Mm-hmm. Ruth is arguably one of the greatest players of all time, but I think you do have to put Bonds in that conversation. He was a good player. Uh, Kevin's got his legs crossed. John has a cup of coffee. I feel like we're the sports reporters right now. <laughs> Probably need, not, not many people watch that, but I, I enjoy that program. We need on to, Sunday well, mornings. Well, one of these years, we need to you need to bust out your first ever vodcast video, which is like a podcast only on video. That's an actual term. I've never heard it before. You know, it never really got traction. <laughs> but yes, it is a term. And either did John's vodcast. I never started one. <laughs> All right. Second question from David. This one's a little more fun. Uh, he said, someone brought this up on the dead spin fun bag. Why should baseball players wear hats? They provide no protection. They don't shade the sun as well as sunglasses. And they're the easiest way for a pitcher to doctor a baseball. The obvious answer is they're great to sell and merchandise money is substantial. But I think it would be cool for players to go without hats for a day. Let the cool hairdos shine. Look at soccer. A lot of the popular hairstyles are displayed, and it helps build the player's hashtag brand. Also, there's nothing in the rule book saying hats are mandatory. It just says they have to have identical clothing. Just a thought. Now, that I'm interested in that last piece. What uh, David is suggesting is that a player could take the field without a hat and not be breaking any baseball protocol. Yeah, as long as everyone else in the field. Yeah, you have to have identical clothing. So a whole team would have to... But then again, socks. What if an umpire just just randomly uh, made a team forfeit the game because mm-hmm. he's been holding that in his back, back pocket the whole time? Well, what concerns me about that question is that David seems to think that baseball should strive to be like soccer. And I don't... Yeah, I don't think that's ever a good direction to go in. So it's your official stance? That's my official stance. No, I actually... I remember... Uh, in Little League, I played a few innings without a hat. And, On purpose? Um, I think I couldn't find it in the dugout. And then Mom brought it to you midway through the game? No, no, but I did have some extended family there watching, and um, one of my uncles kept commenting throughout those innings that he couldn't believe I didn't wear a hat. <laughs> so I think it's very ingrained in the baseball culture. Well, that. baseball players tend to be... Uh, you know, very superstitious, very routine-oriented. I can imagine most, if not all, players feeling very uncomfortable, dare I say, exactly. naked, mm-hmm. without a hat on. You so get very, that's going to be a tough sell. You would get very sunburned if it was a day game. Yeah, also, I disagree with the sentiment that it doesn't help with shading your eyes from the sun or the bright lights. I, I think it is valuable there. Uh, yeah, I think... In terms of vision, the best situation is sunglasses and hat. Sunglasses and hat. The hat doesn't fit quite right, though. So you got the sunglasses. Did the hat? The right ones. Did the hat precede baseball, or was the hat invented for baseball? Maybe it's, it's I, called the it, baseball. I hat. did some research. It was uh, military. It was used in the military. Hats were. But wasn't there baseball before there was any militaries? <laughs> I thought it was like the oldest sport. Back in the garden. Right. All right, I looked up the, the highest-selling team hats. I thought that would be oh, an interesting oh. little tidbit. The best, Are we going to get to guess? Well, the, yes. The, but the best uh, stats I could find were from 2011. Mm. No one had done any uh, research since then. 
I'm guessing because MLB doesn't want that stuff released. But in the, the highest selling hats in 2011, I have a top ten list. Oh, uh, you guys want to want to give out your guesses for who are the top few? Yankees. Yankees are number one. Red yeah. Sox. Red Sox were number three. Cubs. Cubs are not in the top ten. Oh, really? It's probably because the hat isn't that cool. Cardinals. And, and the Cubs weren't doing well. No. Uh, Car- Cardinals are number ten. Right. I bet number two. You will not guess number two. The, as several articles really? point out, it was the, by far the biggest surprise. How about, they still are they still selling Expos hats? I feel like that's a very popular hat. Did not make the top ten. Is that when, that when they moved, uh, the Marlins moved to Miami, those hats were real popular for that one. Uh, maybe this was prior to that. Well, the Marlins move. They didn't move, they just changed their changed name. Changed their name. Really? I think that was after. I would have guessed Dodgers. Oh, yeah, that's, they had to be on that. Yep, Dodgers were sixth. But, the surprising... Fifth, but, Dodgers were fifth. How about Giants? Giants. Giants were ninth. But you're the surprising number two pick. How about Seattle? No. Seattle's not No, I think I might have it. Orioles. Nope. So now we're guessing John's guess. East Coast. Kind of. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is seventh. Cincinnati. No. Cincinnati's a big surprise. They come in at number four. Mm-hmm. Uh, along with the White Sox, those two hats are very popular in uh, gang establishments. Wow. So the White Sox are uh, sixth. White Sox. Sox. White Sox. All That's right. correct. All right, number two. Any guesses? Wait, wait, wait. wait. White Sox the hats outsold the Cubs hats. Yes. That's surprising, too. Part of um, the country. Well, we already know it's kind of on the East Coast. South. Braves? Yep. Braves are number two. That's not that surprising. My theory is the Braves, like, rooting region is huge, and a lot of those people probably wear ball caps. So, you've got, like, the Adam Roaches mm-hmm. of the world, the hunter, hunting fishing type, mm-hmm. going to get their Braves hat before they... With, and they are mm-hmm. very welcome... <laughs> On the podcast. Of course, the podcast. Shout out to Drake. We actually got Drake and Adam right here with us. That would be great. Alright, uh, any other thoughts on hats before we move on? Interesting question, David. Don't think it's going to happen, but that was, that was something I, interesting to it's ponder. It's like the money ball mentality, right? I think we can all appreciate the Everything's outside on the table. Of the box That's right. thinking. Are there market inefficiencies involved in... The wearing or not wearing of baseball hats. Mm-hmm. Well, um, maybe, white, maybe we're some now this, this seems like a minor league promotion. That would be great for uh, players. Don't wear hats for a night, but it's a hat giveaway. Mm-hmm. So you can do all kinds. Well, of and if you things. if you went that route when you when you did the uh, national anthem, wouldn't have to bother taking off your hat. Mm-hmm. Could be a patriotic theme night. We pay respect to the flag for nine innings. But then. Then, uh, yeah, yeah. Or maybe wearing your hat becomes your rally hat, so teams only wear hats in the ninth inning. They all put that could be a way to sort of inject some energy uh-huh. into the ball. I will say during, I, during a hot games, I would imagine it does a cut down on your, um, your performance it's had. Paul, you remember when the White Sox wore shorts? I do. That yeah. was pretty crazy. That's unfortunate. Here's an idea. Uh, you pick the worst 
player's performance. So if a player makes an error, he has to wear the hat, kind of like the cone of shame or whatever. And, like, <laughs> and it's but a then real, it wouldn't be uniform. It's a real goofy. It's a flappy hat. But you, you, yeah, everyone has to wear the same. Or even worse, a visor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for the emails. As always, you can email us at afootinthebox at gmail.com. We've now offended all soccer fans and visor fans. Hey, nothing against soccer. It's just excruciatingly boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so on this week's podcast, we've got a few fun things. First, going to give a little history into baseball in D.C. before we move into uh, my questions on Mount Rushmore of sports, of baseball. Should we add any presidents to Mount Rushmore? Mm-hmm. Kind of a Mount Rushmore Outside theme of the segment. who are already on the monument. Which John and Kevin definitely know. Yep. Then we have a couple games to play before we close it out. My game called He Gets Around, about players Ooh, that have played for risky. multiple teams. Uh, and then, Paul, you have a game. What, what, are, you calling, what are you calling the game? Uh, not nearly as risque as yours. Um, I will say uh, five questions with baseball reference. It sounds Ooh, like great, a t- great title well, as usual from Paul there. <laughs> Anytime you preface it with "I'm gonna say," that means you're just thinking of it now. That's 100 percent accurate. All right, so first, well, first I guess we should just recap what's happened on the brothers' road trip mm-hmm. thus far. Sure. So, John and Kevin, the the floor is yours for this next couple minutes. What's happened so far? What are we doing next? Well, you know, it still feels like. We are just starting the road trip. Um, we got in on Saturday. Why don't we do this? Maybe make it interesting for our listeners. Kevin, why don't we go... Because that definitely wasn't going to be. Well, instead of just <laughs> recapping every event, why don't we highlight the high points and low points of the trip so far? My style is more long-form Well, I'm just trying... Time. we got a lot of segments. Just trying to keep this thing moving along. Well, to really understand how the road trip has gone so far, we got to go way back to 2009. No, really, 1800s. This is reminiscent of day. last night where Kevin uh, saved me Lord knows how many hours mm-hmm. by recapping uh, the entirety of, or at least two seasons and some change of House of Cards. Yeah, and that actually gets to my high point for the trip. I was able to talk about House of Cards for about an hour. <laughs> Sure. But you're not a fan, you're not a fan of the show. No, it's pretty good. Pretty good show. Viewer discretion advised. Viewer discretion strongly advised. How old will Jake have to be before he watches? Jake it? will never watch House of Cards. Wow. Well, no, I'm just there. kidding. His sixth birthday, we'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sounds yeah, like we a, can a do, fun uncle thing to do. We can do high points and low points. John, what's your... Uh, High points for me include the Nats game yesterday. Yeah. Uh, though we were worried about the heat, but we had a nice breeze going. Good ball game. We inserted a fun little bet about how long the starting pitchers would go that kept things interesting. And uh, it was capped off by a uh, Jason Worth walk-off two-round single, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. Uh, I would say we've really let out our inner foodies on this trip. Lots of yelping. Been to some good restaurants. Uh, shout out to District Taco, mm-hmm. Wise Guys Pizza, and St. Andrews Pub. St. Andrews Pub Sugar Shack. Shack. Yeah, we've we haven't uh, haven't had a bad meal yet. <laughs> so good eating. 
Um, low points. There's one that immediately yeah, comes we, to mind. We've had a low point, and I think we were trying to decide whether to talk about it or not. I don't think we need to give the name of the church. Oh, I was thinking of a different low point. So I guess oh, we have two. That was the worst one for me. <laughs> we attended a church service that lasted entirely too long. It was a really good church. Really good church service. Yeah. And yeah, we had um, we had a, a navigational miscue of sorts mm-hmm. yesterday that led to a bit of tension. Slash it actually, you know, I thought it didn't really lead to much tension. I thought everyone was okay. When we when we stumbled upon the car so quickly after being lost, that was kind of. I felt like we recovered quickly yeah. from the from quickly, the low quickly point. as in twenty minutes instead of think thirty minutes. Kind of elephant in the room. Listeners are wondering who was at fault for this. I, uh, I don't think we need, really need to delve well, into that. I think I take some of the blame. No, it was Paul. Paul was, <laughs> it was mostly Paul, but I take some of the blame. When googling how to get back to the car, Paul said, "Kill it" in reference to <laughs> Surrey giving us directions because Paul knew exactly where the car was. Paul was hours exuding, later. Paul was exuding some confidence that probably shouldn't have been there. He was very certain on how to get back to the car, and um, Paul did not know how to get back to the car. But he took ownership of the mistake. Yep. Did he? Yeah, oh yeah. His official statement was that he didn't intend to lead us astray. <laughs> um, and I think if he would have been a little more defensive, tensions would have risen a little bit. That's not Paul style. Nope, that's not Paul. Took ownership right away. Own it and move on. Well, own it. We didn't move on right away. Onward and upward, as a wise man once said. <laughs> and actually, we were going upward most of that walk back to the car. Yes, back up, back up the hill we had scaled down not long before. Yeah. By all the people that had just seen us walk yeah. the other direction. Yeah, but you know, if the worst thing that happens to us on this trip is taking a little longer walk through Washington, D.C., I think. And going to a two-hour church service, then we're... Yeah, I think we're doing okay. I think we're doing okay. Um, then we're... Like you said, Kevin, the, the trip is just starting. Oh, yeah. Started. Best is yet to come, in my opinion. So we've got a couple Cubs games coming up. Not just any two Cubs games. we got the best... Arguably the best two teams in baseball squaring off the next two nights. Best two National League teams. Cubs are the best team in baseball, without a doubt. Nationals lineup is not good. I thought they were a lot better. But they got a few good they got some good starts. Yeah, I think we're gonna come away with a couple wins. Yeah, and then we've got all our DC yes. tourist things. Absolutely. Absolutely. What are you guys most looking forward to for the rest of the trip? Uh Smithsonian, I think. Mm-hmm. I've heard great things about that. Personally I'm looking forward to five questions about a player that's in baseball reference. Alright. Good lead in. Well, that's coming later. My history of baseball in Washington, D.C. Uh, indulge me a bit, fellas. Sure. Uh, the Washington Senators played in D.C. until 1960. That is when the Senators moved to, you guys know, the Minnesota, right? The Senators moved to, I'm going to guess, Minnesota. <laughs> We're going to Minnesota to find <laughs> Moonlight Graham. <laughs> Yes, so the team moved from D.C. to Minneapolis in 1961. Uh, strangely, in 1961, D.C. got an expansion team. So imagine rooting for the, uh, your team, like the Cubs, just uproot mm. and move, but then you get an, a crappy expansion team. It's like someone 
kid after kid took him away and said, sorry about that, but here's a new one. He'll <laughs> be just like as that. good. Yeah, just like that. Well, so the senators existed for ten more years, and then that child was also kidnapped. Oh, no. And moved to Texas to become the Rangers in 1972. After 33 years of no baseball in D.C., uh, they got the Expos in 2005. Interesting. So, so they can't, they're, they're just enjoying every last day they have with these gnats. Yeah, what, what city are they going to move to? Taken away from them. Mexico City. That no, would be, be rough. No. I'd like to see Montreal get a team back. Yeah. <laughs> Head back to Montreal. Wow. Who knows? Maybe it's just one of those, you know, we're going to leave Circle for a while. Life. Get your act together. If you get your act together, we'll come back. Favorite Expos player of all time? Um, probably Rondell White for me. I love Rondell White. I think oh, early, Pedro, early Pedro. I think Vlad. I think Expos, I think Jose I, Pedro like the, I don't Pedro like those person. free-swinging types. Just hack at everything. Yeah. Theo's brainwashed you. Controlled his own. Um, you have a favorite Expo Paul? Jose Vidra. You seem to Or Delano DeShields, Marquis Grissom. Those are, uh, I remember guys. baseball cards of those guys. Larry Walker was also. Rated rookies. A fun Expo to watch. Mm-hmm. Tim Raines, too. Yeah. I think we're just naming any Expo player we can think of. Now. Gary, oh, we keep going until Peter gets us to the next segment. Gary Carter. Andre Dawson. All right, getting back to the history of baseball in D.C., uh, the first president to attend a baseball game was the 23rd president. Barack Obama. Of course, Benjamin Harrison. Gerald Ford. Benjamin Harrison in 1892. In 1910, William Taft was the first president to throw out the first pitch on opening day. Started a tradition that almost every president has kept going. Uh, Taft was the 27th president. I've got some quotes. Almost. Is there one who did it? Uh, Wikipedia just said almost. Mm-hmm. Couldn't tell you. I've got some quotes from presidents about baseball. A few here. Uh, Taft, like I said, the 27th president, said, The game of baseball is a clean, straight game, and it summons <laughs> to its presence everyone who enjoys clean, straight athletics. It furnishes amusement to the thousands of thousands. Herbert Hoover uh, just a great president, of course, said, Next to religion, baseball has furnished a greater impact on American life than any other institution. Calvin Coolidge said, Baseball is our national game. And lastly, George Bush, George W. Bush, had a very insightful uh, quote, I think in kind of uh, response to sabermetrics. He said, Baseball isn't just the stats. As much as anything else, baseball is the style of William Mays, the determination of Hank Aaron, or the endurance of a Mickey Mantle, the discipline of a Carl Yastrzemski, the drive of Eddie Matthews, the reliability of Kaline or a Morgan, the grace of a DiMaggio, the kindness of a Killebrew, and the class of Stan Musial, the courage of Jackie Robinson, or the heroism of Lou Gehrig. My hope for the game is that these qualities will never be lost. You might say the TWTW. Yes, the will the win. Of Hawk Harrelson. He missed that one. Alright, so those are the presidents in the history of baseball in D.C. Uh, the Nationals, like we saw yesterday, have a race of presidents that run around in the middle yes. of the game. Very dignified. Uh, seems to be a popular thing with the locals here. Mm-hmm. A lot of people got into it. Uh, 
So the, the four mainstays in the race are the, the four presidents on Mount Rushmore, which are Washington, Lincoln, Jefferson, and Theodore Roosevelt. The fifth person has been a rotating uh, door of presidents. was Calvin Coolidge for a while, and now it's Herbert Hoover. You know what would really spice that race up? Is if they had the current sitting president actually race actually race all those people. <laughs> so not wearing a costume, just as himself. But it's a serious race. I think you make one. you make the current president and all former presidents. Oh, so you'd have Jimmy Carter in a wheelchair sco- scooting around. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so the Nationals. I thought this was interesting. Uh, they were awful in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. But that really laid the foundation for the current team that's doing well. Uh, like Paul mentioned yesterday, actually, they only won 59 games both those years, but they got lucky and probably got the two best number one overall picks in over a decade in Strasburg and Harper. And then also Ryan Zimmerman and Anthony Rendon were also top 10 picks, uh, so they've done a really good job of drafting. Those are all my notes on the Nationals, uh, getting into my Mount Rushmore discussion. So like I said, all those presidents are on Mount Rushmore. My first question, get a little political here, do we have a president we'd like to add to make it five presidents? I feel like that's a, a better number than four. Well, I feel like a certain amount of time has to pass to add such a gimmicky presence to a president. See, but Theodore Roosevelt was on there only 20 years well, after he was done. the question, who should be added to Mount Rushmore or who should be added to the race? Who should be added to Mount Rushmore? Uh, I thought you were talking about the race. Mount Rushmore isn't gimmicky. I think that. But... <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, say it's pretty. It gi- when you think about it, it's pretty gimmicky. Mm. We're gonna carve his face into the side oh, of the mountain. It's, it's it stood the test of time. It's, yeah. it's, it's a revered. You guys know what state it's in? Uh, probably like one of the one of the Dakotas, Dakotas, South Dakota. I'm gonna go with South Dakota. That's correct. All right. I'd say FDR, Depression and World War Two. Died before. Were, were some highlights of our. No, getting history. getting the country through those two. Leading us through. Some... That was the first person I thought of. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I don't have a strong opinion about it. All right. Is there is there room? Is there room on the mind? I've never seen it. Yeah, person. Yeah, you could. The greatest legacy of Mount Rushmore in my life is just all the sports related Mount Rushmore questions that led to. <laughs> Great transition. So we've added a fifth. So from now on, we can we can do our top five for these subsequent questions. That's really what I was getting at. So American sports history. I thought of this question because of Muhammad Ali. People saying he's he would definitely be on the sports Mount Rushmore in American sports. So who are your top five hmm. kind of Mount Rushmore of, of American sports? I think we all can assume Ali would We're prob- talking about like not necessarily during our lifetime. No, just history. American sports history. Yeah. Well... Th- does there have to be kind of an important non-sports presence to the athlete? Because Muhammad Ali would sort of encompass both of See, those I, worlds. I think when you ask the question, you kind of know what it's getting at. All right, here's it's my like all-encompassing. Here's my first scorching hot take of the podcast. Ali means nothing to me. Oh, jeez. To me, nothing. Mm-hmm. I don't feel anything towards him. I don't have any opinions about him. I didn't experience him in his athletic prime or in his social activist prime. Uh, you don't necessarily disagree with the sentiment that he was important. You just didn't experience uh, Yeah, I mean, there's enough people who have been impacted by him that it seems like 
he was very impactful. But I, I am, I have not resonated in the least with any of the things that have been said about him. Mm-hmm. But you'd still be on your oh, only out of duty. Well, I mean, all those guys. I would begrudgingly etch his face into the rock. Mm-hmm. Um, so no, I'm not going to put him on mine. All right. Okay. So, but this is that's fine because this is your. Mount yeah, so who, right. who are your five American athletes that are above? So Ali? glad you asked, Peter. Who would I put on there? Um, How about Jackie Robinson? Jackie Robinson, I would put on there. All right. I, I obviously wasn't around when he was doing his thing, but I can clearly see the impact and the fruit of that which he did. I can I can recognize that the game of baseball is a very different thing because of his contribution. So Jackie Robinson, can we all agree Jackie Robinson? Yeah. Yep. yep, absolutely. Got my stamp. Um, MJ. Yes. Yeah. Obviously, MJ shied away from sort of having a social voice. <laughs> he um, had one. It was just negative. Yeah. Well, his. He, he did a lot. For he the, just he loved to sell the... Nikes, but there was just just in the way he played and approached and competed the game of basketball. He did a lot for uh, casino owners. Yeah, <laughs> he really helped he did them. A lot out. For gambling. Yeah. He, uh, I mean, he, he hasn't played for a decade, and no one sells more shoes. And sure. So I think he that he's got to be on there. Um. Who else? How about football? I mean, Walter? Football. Certainly Babe Ruth has to be on there. The Babe, yeah. So we've got... Jordan, Ruth, Robinson. We've got, we got to get five on there. And then, I, can the rest of us agree except for John that Ali would be... He's on mine. He's on mine. Tiger? Tiger? Tiger would not be on mine. Yeah, Tiger five years ago, shooing. Tiger now, no. I mean, he's not even the most, he's not the best golfer of all time. I know, but he changed, he generated a lot of popularity for the sport. But golf is dying. That's because like no kids. dying. So <laughs> see how important he is. How about John Wooden? <laughs> Coach! He wouldn't be on mine. I'll just say, the three that we agreed on, Ali, <laughs> we meaning... The rest of us. Well, I except guess for that's you. One way to define we is part <laughs> of us, some of us. Uh, and the fifth, I think you'd have to say Joe Madden. Just done so much. <laughs> Even without a World Series victory, that's what's so impressive. Yeah, Joe Madden. It'd be hard to carve the glasses, I think. <laughs> oh, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I'd like to see what they can do with the glasses. I think John Wooden is not a bad. No, that's very good. How about the Galloping Ghost? Ooh. Red Grange. Yeah. Alright, uh, I feel like the fifth has to be a football player. Football is so football, popular. It's relatively... OJ. OJ. Brady? I mean, who are you going to... I don't know, who are... There's not like one... Maybe Lombardi? Football I'm... careers are just so short. I'm going to... John Madden. Chicago Homer, I'm going to go Walter Payton. So my five... Yeah. Peyton, Ali, Jackie, Jordan, and the Babe. Yeah, you know there are so many listeners right now shouting at their phones about 
certain guys not being included. Thousands of listeners. Thousands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so John, I believe you only mentioned three. Who's gonna, who's running out your list? So I've got Jordan, Babe, the Babe, Jackie, Jackie. I've got. Actually, scratch that. I'm replacing Walter with Hank Aaron. So, how many baseball he's players? Done, he's in a lot of political stuff after he's done. That's been good. So three, three baseball players? Yep, but that's just... In maybe 50 years, more football guys will be on it. But right now, that's... that's I'll throw fun. on there... Magic. Certainly. John Wooden. Hmm. Alright. Magic and John Wooden. Alright. <laughs> Sorry, football. Could kinda, That's what you get for if you run out of spots, messing with everybody's heads. If you run out of spots, you can uh, do a two-face sort of thing. Oh, Mer- yeah. Merge the faces together. Oh, yeah. Harvey Dent situation? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that'd be kind of a cool gimmick to it. You stand on, if you're standing like on one side of the monument, you see five oh, like faces. That, like that old and the young lady thing? You ever seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> Here's but, one. But then you go to the other side, and it's a new set of five faces. Best hitters in the '90s: half Frank Thomas, half Mark Grace. All right. If Mark Grace wants to share his face, I don't think he should have to. <laughs> hits leader than hits leader than Does yeah. Bennett Amalu make it? If no other football, he's the Bennett the, Amalu. He's the CTE guy. Discovered it. Oh, yeah, Will sure. Smith. Yeah, Will Smith. <laughs> Encouraging folks everywhere to tell the truth. <laughs> that goes on his Mount Rushmore plaque. <laughs> I actually haven't seen the film, but I've seen the preview hundreds of times. Uh, Paul and Kevin, you got your five? Paul, you've remained silent for quite some time on the podcast. I'll go uh, Jackie, Jordan, Muhammad Ali, John Wooden, Ruth, Vince Lombardi. No Babe Ruth. Correct. I feel like you made a mistake and were thinking about whether you should. Well, we'll probably edit the long pause out of the podcast. Uh, Not anymore. Kevin, what you got? Uh, um, I don't know. Same as what you said. We got we got sights to see. Let's keep this thing moving. All right, next game. We got two games, short games here. First one is called "He Gets Around." (laughs) I've got four players here that played for a lot of teams. I'm gonna say the player, and then we're gonna go around in a circle. Naming off players. First wrong guess, you're out. We're naming players or teams? Teams. Teams that the player has played for. All right, here's go. What you got? First one, oldest player in Major League Baseball right now, the great Bartolo Colon. Mm. He played for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams. Wow. So, starting with Paul. Mets. That is correct. Uh, did he play for the Expos? Also correct. Indians. Yes. White Sox? Yep. Mm. Let's see. We're going to edit out the long pauses while I think, right? Um, I actually don't know anymore, so I'm just going to guess a team. I'm going to say the Rangers. Nope. Kevin's out. Bartolo Colon also pitched for the A's. Yep. Nice. Paul? He ever pitched for the Angels? He did. Nice. As well as... I believe as he won a Cy Young with the Angels. The... 
Two teams left. Yankees? Yep. Wow. One team remaining. Paul gets it correct, he wins. Uh, I guess the Dodgers. Nope. John? Which league? American. What other teams sign old, somewhat washed up pitchers? It's a very good question to ask the lead of this team. Someone with money. Or someone not with money who's looking... Looking for a bargain. I already cut the A's. Uh, let's say... The Tigers? Orioles? No. The Red Sox. Oh, he was with the Red Sox. Nope. All right, next player, Carlos Beltran. Mm. We'll start this one with Kevin. Cardinals. Yes. Should have saved that one. It's probably yeah. Oh, that's an easy one. Astros. How many teams? Uh, one, two, many? three, four, five, six. Royals. Yep. Mets. Yep. Yankees. Yep. Last one. This last one must have been traded to someone for a pennant run or something. I think so. Paul, you're up, I think. Uh, Rangers. Nope. Kevin? Oh, I am going to guess that Carlos Beltran played... National League. ...for the Dodgers. Nope. They would be in the playoffs right now. Oh, that's a hint. Notice the hints keep coming after I am eliminated from the game. <laughs> that's what you get for sticking the Nationals? around. Nationals? Giants. The Giants is correct. Really? I guess Paul wins that one, even though he was out. <laughs> All right, two more. This is this would be a great Mount Rushmore, by the way. We've got Cologne, Beltran, AJ Pruszynski. Oh gosh. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams. John, you can start us. Yep. Giants. Also correct. Oh, let's see. AJ Prasinski. Play for the Angels? He did not. Kevin's out. Ah. Braves. Oh, yeah. He currently plays for the Braves. Yep. Twinkies. Yep. Red Sox. Yep. Two teams left. They played against each other in a World Series in the last decade. Cardinals. Yep. One team left. Cardinals. Yankees. So your guess? Yep. They did not play against each other in the World Series, so that is incorrect. Uh, Tigers. The Red Ra- Sox. Rangers. Last one. I want current with the first three. A player that's fun to at least three of us in the group. Former Cub and former All-Star, Gary Gaetti. Oh, he was an All-Star? He had a very good career. I thought you were going to say Ron Coomer. Gaetti, borderline Hall of Famer. Oh, child, please. 360 home runs, 2,200 hits, and four gold gloves. Not a Hall of Famer, but Goose Gossage had the same career war as Gary Gaetti. Thank you, Brian Kenny. All right, who's that for First up, Paulie Cubs. That's correct. Cardinals. 
Also correct. Twins. Yep. I have no idea. Giants. Incorrect. I'm going to stick with my angels. Angels. That is correct. Yes. Two more teams. Yankees. Nope. Kevin, finish us out. Get these last two. Last. They're both, both in the American League. Uh, I believe one is the Rangers. That is not one, but who's the other? The, well, if that's not one, then the other <laughs> is... Uh, let's see, American League... I'm going to say that he played for the Mariners. Did not. The Royals and the Red Sox. All right, that was He Gets Around. Next up, we have Paul's informative baseball reference game. I think I'm going to go grab some more coffee then, sit this one out. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, the premise of this game. I have a player that has debuted in the big leagues after 1990 or after, and I have his baseball reference page in front of me, and you can ask any question on, that's on the baseball reference page. Um, or you can just guess the player. Does that make sense? So your turn is either asking a question okay. or guessing the Kind name. of a Wheel of Fortune type thing. So we'll start with you, Kevin. I have no information right now. Correct. So your first couple uh, going around will be asking All questions right. about the... Um, Mel Rojas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. No, you're just dying to talk about this expo. That would be amazing <laughs> if you guessed it correctly. Uh, that's incorrect. All right, you're up, John. See a picture? No. You, um, can just, you can just ask which position you play. It doesn't have to be a yes or no. Oh. Who is it? <laughs> Excluding that one. Can we get a list of the official What team did he play? What team did he play the most of his career for? He played the most of his career with the Philadelphia Phillies. Was he ever an Wait, wait, It goes around. So now it's Peter Stern. Yeah, you get now a question. Uh, how many career home runs? 32. 32 career home runs. Was your question just to clarify? Is that a good hitting pitcher? Or what position did this player play? Second base. Wow. Top. Uh, Mickey Morandini. That's correct. All right. Good work, John. Well done. Also known by my comrades back home, this is for you, Marcus, Tim, Andy, as the rat. Because of the hair? For his rat-like appearance <laughs> when he played for the cup. All right, we'll do Hey, it. hang on. Mickey Morandini fact, though. Which beloved cub was traded for Mickey Morandini? Oh, Doug Lanville. Devastating. <laughs> Devastating. All right, we'll, we'll do three of these. Second one. Uh... Pete, you're up since Sean gets last. What position did he play? Or she? <laughs> That's right. Hashtag uh, inclusivity. I think it's inclusion is the word you're looking for. <laughs> right fielder. It's very exclusive of you to say, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Doesn't fit with the spirit of the podcast. No. Right fielder slash DH. Um, how many career home runs? 434. Slugger. Team. He played for the Texas Rangers, the Detroit Tigers, the Cleveland Indians. Well, who do you play the most for? Texas Rangers. Juan Gonzalez. That's 
Correct. One. One gun. All right. Last one, Kevin. Kevin, you're going to get this one. Uh-huh. You are up. So this player debuted after 1990. Pretty poor question. That's, yeah, right. that's not your question. Well, he's having been getting back to me, so I feel like I need to take my shot. Well, we need to get we need to get a team in position. I feel Who like is Cap right. Anson? <laughs> um, which which position did this player play? He was a pitcher. Pitcher. Team. He played most of his career, right? Uh, it's kind of split down the middle. Uh, but uh, the New York Mets is the team that he spent the most of the bulk of his time with. Outlider. Incorrect. Career wins. 36. He's a relief pitcher. You know, I asked position, and I feel like differentiating starting pitcher, relief pitcher, should have been included. Wow. Apologies. How many career... um... So he's probably a closer for the Mets. When I think Mets closers, John Franco? Incorrect. Oh, let's see here. I'll go with. Ah, uh, boy. Come on, blank. Mets closers. I will say. You better get it because I know who it is. Henry Mejia. Incorrect. Darn. The correct answer is Randy Myers. Incorrect. Ah. Are you sure? Scroll up to the top. What other teams did he pitch for? Great question. He also pitched for the Chicago Cubs. It's Randy Myers. And the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh, Mitch Williams. Incorrect. It wasn't your turn. <laughs> Very glad you missed that. Uh, Turk Wendell. That is correct. Dang it. That was my next. Good ones. All right, well, that does it for the second annual Brothers Baseball Road Trip podcast. Um, Paul, we have uh, some business to take care of. Regular podcast business, uh, pick your team. Uh, Kevin's familiar with it. Um, John, maybe not so much familiar with it. Each um, might come back to me as you play it here. Each week during the baseball season, uh, Paul and I pick one team. We can't pick the same team twice. At the end of the season, the team with the best record wins. The loser has to record the intro song by himself. Better. Oh, oh wow. Uh, so, I had Kevin be my honorary picker this week. Kevin, you chose the Marlins. I did give some reason, reason why. Yes, because they play, I'm pulling up the schedule here, uh, they play San Diego, who's terrible, and then they play the Rockies, but they're at home against the Rockies. Rockies outside of their home park, not good. Probably. Haven't looked at the splits, <laughs> and I'm going with the Kansas City Royals. Interesting selection. 
uh, update. Now, wait, I want to say that I have noticed from listening to the podcast that Paul doesn't look at schedules. That's his kind of thing. So do you just kind of go with gut instinct? No, go with teams that are hot. That are hot. Okay. With the thought being that uh, even crabby teams, when they get hot, can be good teams. Okay. Uh, record so far, haven't really backed you up. Your, uh, your way of thinking there. I'm 40 and 22, and Paul is 35 and 28. Um, two games back. You're still above 500. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. Leave us a review that helps get the word out. Send us an email anytime at afootinbox at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Join the 113 other people that have done the same. Get updates on our trip the rest of the way. And, uh, Follow us the rest of the baseball season. That's a foot in the box. Check us out online, footinthebox.com. You can find old episodes there and John's writing along with Paul's weekly article. Can I just give article. a quick plug, too? Absolutely. Um, I can imagine there might be listeners out there who are thinking, I just don't have time on my schedule to listen to the podcast every week. Sure. Like myself. Even if you can't listen to the podcast, I would highly recommend that Twitter follow. Mm-hmm. A foot in the box has really stepped up their Twitter Twitter game. Lots of interesting articles, gifs or gifs, depending on how you choose to say that. Yep, Paul's done uh, a great job with that, that, that Twitter page. So, um, so yeah, yeah, even if you can't great listen follow. to the podcast, start out start out with the, the, the Twitter follow and just see where it goes. Yeah, yes, great I don't follow. think you'll be disappointed. Great follow. Yep, uh, next week we'll recap the rest of our trip, Paul and I, and then uh, we'll also celebrate Father's Day, which is next Sunday. Thanks for listening. John and Kevin, thanks for being a part. It was our pleasure. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. I forgot my my one question I forgot to ask here on my sheet. Uh, Baseball, Mount Rushmore. Uh, Grace, Maddox, Bryant... <laughs> Schwarber. Schwarber. <laughs> Morandini. And Theo. Yeah, well, we got the same. Mickey's, uh, Mickey's face and hair would be quite <laughs> Alright. No, I gotta get Carrie Wood on there. Yeah. Carrie Wood in... Who do I take out? Uh, Bryant. Probably Bryant. Bryant. Yeah, we'll make him earn it. <laughs> um, and I do want to say, Peter... Um, I've noticed that you've gotten a lot of very positive feedback when John and I joined the show, and I'm just curious if we'll ever get an invite apart from the, the road trip. Sure, I just feel like your schedule is too busy. We've had you on a few times, Kevin. We've called you several times. Yeah. You're a Chicago correspondent. Yeah, typically it's like a text, hey, can you be on in a second? What would you prefer? I'd probably prefer that, actually. <laughs> John? Do you have any desire to be on yeah. future yeah. episodes? Um, when do we get to the MacGyver segment? That was my favorite segment from last It week. was pretty great. Yeah, we apologize if you signed up for Netflix, watched season two, episode two of MacGyver. We'll discuss that. Next week, no... It's a baseball episode. Is it? Is, is it Jimmy? Jimmy. Oh, classic episode. I think we've, we've all seen it. We can go ahead and <laughs> recap it. Jimmy essentially. Quick, Kevin, tell us everything you remember. Based on the, the House of Cards recap, this one. Uh, no, I was watching. Signing off. <laughs> I was watching this episode the other day, but I had the sound off because I was hanging out with Jake. And now I'm uh, just going to pause here. 
Kevin, you're a super dad. Every Cubs game, and... <laughs> Earlier you said... Old school I think we've, we've covered the Mount Rushmore of baseball, yeah. and now you're diving deep into... Uh, well, back to <laughs> the TV watching. All the research indicates that you need to get infants as much screen time as yes, possible. Yes, I've read the so same <laughs> literature. I am going to respect that research mm-hmm. and make sure that he's watching TV nonstop. No, it happened to be on. It was middle of the day. Um, I believe it was on the Esquire Network. Esquire Network is fantastic. It has MacGyver and lots of Parks and Rec reruns. I think they should rebrand themselves because Esquire the magazine is pretty shady. Yeah. But Esquire the restaurant. Top notch. Terrible restaurant champagne. Oh, disagree. It's fine. You get disagree. You get what you pay for. It's fine. It's fine. It's a, it's a when good my down home. when my hamburger came on sandwich bread, that was the turning point for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a problem. Free peanuts. It's true. That's a plus. And you never know when you're going to see some of those News Gazette writers. That's right. There. That's right. It's always a thrill. And um, colleagues of sorts. Yes, colleagues in the uh, the sports media industry. Um. Back to that. You guys need to get some credentials. You guys are producing way more stuff than Kevin. Well, so here's here's a question. Uh, A couple weeks ago, we maybe it was last week, we debated whether we'd rather interview Barack Obama or Bryce Harper on the podcast when we're in DC. In DC, Paul, of course, said Bryce Harper. I said Barack Obama. I said no question, Barack Obama. Absolutely. That would give you guys a little bump, I would think. (laughs) Assuming we got Barack on the pod. I don't think we'd what's, be recording. What's your, here, you know, what's, you know, what's your one baseball question to him? Because we got to keep it baseball themed. He's only doing the podcast because he wants to approve his ratings in baseball. I would ask, he's he's a big White Sox fan. I would ask him his favorite White Sox moment. That's already been asked. He and couldn't he, name he a could, single White Sox He couldn't no. name a single player. Oh, no. And he no. called it Kaminsky Park. Oh, oh, see, well, I'm just going to... I'm gonna pull back any thoughts I might have. I promise I wouldn't do this, but. but you guys, you guys know the next best thing to interviewing Barack Obama is tweeting out to everyone that you did interview Barack Obama on this podcast. Now you can only pull that trick once, but I bet you get some clicks. I think twice. The second time you could be like, I know. <laughs> no, no, no. no Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> Fool me twice. Or maybe it's the other way. It's around. the other way. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got to close this thing. Wait, we I do. thought we were going to recap the guy. You know what, so. Kevin? We're, we're no. going gonna to bring you on next uh, next episode to discuss. I feel it. like you're just saying. That. No, I will. That's now it is MacGyver in three minutes, so you might have to do some writing. He needs, he's going to need a week to get that thing chiseled down to three minutes. <laughs> Well, I think the recap would be better based on the fact that I watched it without sound and could only kind of piece together what was going on. That's true. The most notable moment was the bad guy shooting MacGyver point-blank range and then just leaving, assuming MacGyver... And you, know what, you know what MacGyver didn't do in response? I he can already tell you. He didn't shoot back. Because he don't use guns. He use gun. Yeah, he has to make these enormous, elaborate distractions just so he can come up and cold cock a guy. <laughs> On that note, uh, thanks for listening. Appreciate the support. MacGyver just had a flesh wound. Just so you know, he was fine. Save the day. Good to know. Kevin didn't want his last statement to be cold cock. <laughs> <laughs> and now yours is. <laughs> we'll see you later, everyone. All right. <laughs>
From the A Foot in the Box Studios, I'm Kevin Elliott. I'm John Elliott. I'm Paul Elliott. And I'm Peter Coldcock Elliott. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you next week, folks.